This is the Sales Gravy Podcast. I'm Jeff Blunt, best-selling author of People Buy You, and I'm here to help you knock down more doors, close bigger deals, and rock your commission check. Eagerness is a disruptive emotion that creates impatience, causes you to misjudge wind probabilities, and clouds situational awareness. It's easy to get caught up in the moment with eager prospects who seem engaged, especially when they make you feel like a sales imminent. You become the prospect's puppet and skip steps in the sales process. On this episode, we'll discuss how testing engagement and asking for micro-commitments helps you manage eagerness. But first, I am so excited to announce that my brand new book, Sales EQ, is now out on audiobook, and I'm the narrator. Sales EQ has been taking the sales world by storm. It teaches you how ultra-high-performing salespeople leverage emotional intelligence to close the complex deal. In Sales EQ, I take you on an unprecedented journey into the minds of top-earning salespeople. I show you their techniques, their secrets, and how they leverage human influence frameworks to bend deal-win probability in their favor. Sales EQ is the follow-up to my number one bestseller, Fanatical Prospecting, and you can get it now on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes, or wherever books are sold. Recently, a company contacted one of my sales reps about having me deliver a keynote at their annual sales kickoff meeting. Randy, who was the company's representative, hit all the right notes. He was interested, upbeat, and eager to meet with me. My sales rep was convinced that it was a done deal. All Randy and his boss Tim wanted before committing to a date was a few minutes of one-on-one time with me. As soon as I got on the phone with Randy and Tim, it was evident that Randy was just an influencer and the decision was in his boss Tim's hands. I asked questions about outcomes and what they wanted to accomplish, and Randy gave long answers, but his boss Tim gave short, clipped answers. This told me that something was amiss, so I asked Tim a direct question. Tim, I'm sensing that you aren't entirely on board with me keynoting your meeting. Am I missing something? This was my first engagement test. My question was designed to get him to open up and come clean. Tim responded that the previous year they'd brought in an outside speaker who'd done a poor job. The speaker didn't get to know them, gave a generic talk, and basically bored the audience. Because of the experience, Tim was less than enthusiastic about bringing in another speaker from the outside. By testing Tim's engagement, I got the truth. I learned that he was bringing emotional baggage from another buying experience into the conversation, and if I was unable to minimize this baggage, there would be no deal. I also learned that hiring me was not Tim's idea. Randy, the sales leader who first called us, was pushing his boss to hire me. That's when I leveraged the second engagement test. I said, Tim, based on what I'm hearing, it feels like you have questions that need to be answered before you can trust me with your team. So why don't we do this first? I'm going to send over a couple of references. You can call these clients and ask them anything about me. Then let's get together and decide whether or not it makes sense to move forward after you've had a chance to speak with them. How about we get together at the same time next Friday? To test Tim's engagement, I asked for two micro-commitments. First, that he would agree to call the references, and second, that he would commit to a next step. Tim agreed to call the references, but it was not an enthusiastic response. 
but he did not agree to meet with me on Friday and instead pushed that off on Randy, who readily agreed to the meeting. At this point, win probability of this deal had moved from my rep's sure thing to less than 50%. I hung up the phone and immediately emailed Tim the contact information for my two references. This was the final test, whether or not he would match my effort. Clue one, there was no response to my email, and clue two, a day later I called my references to find out if they'd been contacted by Tim or Randy, and they had not. Two more days passed, and the references still had not been contacted. Because Tim failed to match my effort, I concluded that he was not engaged, not going to get engaged, and was not worth my time. I sent Tim and Randy a note canceling the Friday meeting and told my sales rep not to contact them anymore. Two weeks later, Randy called back to find out if I was still available. Apparently, Tim had come around. I'd spent no time chasing them and no time worrying about them. They came back to me, and when they did, it was on my terms. We no longer had the original date open, and they agreed to change their meeting date to accommodate my schedule. You'll find that this often happens when you're willing to detach and walk away. Asking for and getting micro-commitments and consistently getting to the next step accelerates pipeline velocity. Deals with forward momentum have a higher win probability and lower chance of stalling. This is why you must never, ever leave a conversation with a stakeholder without a firm next step. You should always be testing engagement on every call and in every conversation. If engagement is not there, your deal will die. Sometimes fast, sometimes slow but nonetheless, certain death. Go right now to Amazon, iTunes, Audible, or your local Barnes & Noble store and pick up my brand new book, Sells EQ.